Welcome to Daf Highlights, Brachos, Daf 18. Question, I'm in the cemetery, do I have to tuck in my tzitzis? Answer, yes, if you're within four amas of a grave, yes you do. Question, why did the chassid sleep in, chassid sleep in the cemetery on Rosh Hashanah night? Answer, he gave tzedakah to a poor man on Erev Rosh Hashanah to the displeasure of his wife because they were poor and they needed the money for themselves, and because of this argument, he didn't sleep at home. Question, to what length should a gavi tzedakah go to protect the tzedakah money he has been given? Answer, it should be safer than his own money. The father of Shmuel put his own money in a more vulnerable place in the mill than the money designated to orphans. So the Brisa, the, the Dav starts off that the uh, Mishnah seems to say that only relative of the Mesa is Pata from Shema and all other mitzvos. However, not, different Brisa says that even the Shomer of a Mesa is Pata from all mitzvos, even if he's not a relative. So the answer is that both a relative, even if he's not a Shomer, and a Shomer, even if he is not a relative, are putter from all the mitzvahs because they're being Isaac mitzvah, putter min mitzvah. We have to understand that is Isaac mitzvah, putter mitzvah, also derabanan or deraisa, even though is this considered help par uh, deraisa or derabanan? Different shitas and what exactly is the lamdas behind Isaac mitzvah, putter min mitzvah? Does it suspend the mitzvah? This also tied into what we said yesterday about the havdalah. Is it just something that's pushed off or is it something that, how can something that's Isaac mitzvah? That's Drabanan, push off Isaac uh, Mitzvah Now, the Brisa says that also if someone's in the cemetery, should not say Shema or it's filling. So, that Brisa is talking about only when he was within four amas of a mace. And a Shemer and a relative of a mace waiting to be buried are putter even when they're further than four amas away because they're being Isaac Mitzvah or because they're sad about it and they don't can't do the Mitzvah. Now, Brisa says that Shemer is putter from all Mitzvahs even if he's not a relative. And so, and if there are two. That means because he's being Isaac. Now, if there are two Shemrim, what should they do? They should take turns walking away and saying Kriyat Shema. So that way they can both accomplish uh, dealing with the dead and doing the Mitzvah of Kriyat Shema. But now, as I said, that if they're on a ship, they can both walk away because uh, and say Shema. Now, Ravina explains the Machlegis is that Tanakam is concerned that mice may attack the body even on a ship, so therefore they have to switch off, and therefore you cannot leave the body uh, unguarded. Now, as I said, he's not concerned about mice on ships, so they both can walk away. Bryce has said, now, uh, if someone's deceased before him, if he wants to eat, this is what he has to do. He should eat in another house. He should put, eat in his friend's house, put up a divider between himself and the deceased, face away from the deceased. In any case, he cannot recline while, while eating, and he may not eat meat or drink wine. He makes no brachos. He may not lead or take part in the zimun, and he's examined from Shema, Amida, Tefillah, Tefillah, and all other mitzvahs. Travis, he could do it according to that. Rabbi Shem says he's obligated in everything, including, I know, with his wife. Now, is a close relative exempt from all instances if he's physically removed from the deceased? Our Papa says no. And Ravashi says yes, as long as one has obligation to bear on the shoulders, he's exempt from performing all mitzvahs. We have another brother that says if the non relative watches the deceased, he too is exempt from observing all mitzvahs. If there are two watchmen, then they switch off. And when not guarding the deceased, the individual should recite Shema and Davin. There are two watchmen that are on the ship, so Benazi says they may simultaneously move to an opposite corner and pray. And when Isaac holds, you don't have to worry about the mice on the, sh- on the ship. Within four hours of a grave, one should not wear tefillin or read from the Torah. And if someone's transporting a corpse for reburial, so then you may not put the remains in a saddlebag or place them on donkey and ride on them. That's respectful for the mace. And if he fears Gaim or robbers that are going to steal or damage it, then he could do it. If he's transporting a Torah and fears robbers, he may follow. He could do the same thing. Sit on it, take care of it. And uh, Rechavi and Rabbi Huda says, one who does not accompany the deceased... Translates, it's considered uh, you're laughing in the face of the mace. 
Now, if one escorts the Mezer Vadi says that Hashem is considered if the person escorted Hashem himself, we'll walk in the cemetery of Yachim and Tzitzis, we're dragging on the Kfarim. So, okay, told him to live at Tzitzis, so the Mezim shouldn't feel that they're being mocked. They can no longer be Mekhaim the Mitzvah of Tzitzis. So, Yachim says, Do you really think that the Mezim know what's going on in this world? As the Pasuk says, the dead people don't know about anything. So, okay, says they do know, and that's Pasuk referring to Rashaim as Mezim. They don't realize that when they die, they're going to have to answer for their. Averis, how Siddiquim are considered to be living even after their death, as we see from Pasuk regarding Miyano ben Yayada. We discuss, so there's a, if we put on a tzitzis on the tachrichim when they're dead, so uh, Taisus discusses when do we put a tzitzis or not, should we cut it off, meaning is we cut off a little thing so that uh, is it considered like Lurish or not. Now, um, now, Rukhia says, told them to lift up because they do know what's happening. Binyano says, even when he's dead, Binyo was considered alive because Binyo fought and gathered together many words for Tyra and don't compare to him either in the first temple or the second temple. And he broke the ice in order to immerse himself and he studied Sifra on the winter's day. Now, um, Rav Chiyasan forgot their learning and were much pain because of it. So they said, they asked other, do you think our father who already died knows about our pain? So their answer that the Pazakim say, that the Pazakim said they don't know what's going on in this world. The first one asked, but there's a positive explanation that yes, said they do feel the, feel the pain of worms decomposing their bodies. So we see they do feel pain. The other says they only feel their pain, but they don't know anyone else's pain, what's going on. So then we say, is that true? But we're going to say several stories. The Bryce tells the story that maybe otherwise they do know what's going on. Bryce said Chassid went to give, give money for Tzedak. He slept. His wife was upset. And he heard the conversation of two young girls. One said that they roamed around to see what's going to happen. Some girl said she can't go along. She was buried in a mat of reeds, and she find out. And they, whoever plants on the first uh, part of the year, will have their crops destroyed, and the other, the next year, the opposite. And each time this chassid heard, and he was able to plant on the right season, he told his wife the story. Later, his wife told the story to, to the young girl. He insulted her. Oh, you only buried your daughter in reeds. So uh, the world, the the next year, when he went back to find out what happened, the girl in the reed says, "We know the people in the world are listening to our conversations, and therefore we see from the story uh, that the Mason do know what's going on." So the answer is no. Maybe the person who died during that year told the girl what happened about that fight, and she would not know herself. Maybe we could say they bring proof from another story that happened. Razir left money with an innkeeper, and when he was learning Shiva, she died. So he went to the cemetery, asked where the money is. She told him where to find it, and then she said, "Oh, go tell that woman to bring my stuff because." Uh, she, this other one is going to die and is going to be buried the next day. So we see when they know what happens during the day. So the answer is no. Maybe a Mal Duma announces who's going to die that day. And then that's how she found out. Not that the Mason actually know what's happening in real time. They just heard things from other places. Maybe you can bring a purse from another story. Shmuel's father was holding orphans' money for safekeeping and he died. So Shmuel wanted to know where the money was. In the meantime, he went to the cemetery and he saw his, his friend Levi not being entered into the heavenly Shiva for not going to Rav Afa's shear. So his father came crying and laughing. He said, crying because Shmuel is going to be dying soon. But laughing at how respected was in the next world. Shmuel says, if I'm respected, I want Levi to join the yeshiva upstairs, and they let him in. So Shmuel said, where to find the money? So we see that the Masons know what happened because Shmuel's father knew that Shmuel was going to die. The answer is no, because there it's different Shoal that the Malachim were preparing for his arrival. Yonas and later agreed that Mason do know what's going on based on a puzzle which Hashem tells Moshe being to tell the Avais that the promise to giving their children and soul was being fulfilled. When Moshe was about to die, uh, Hashem said, you go tell them that I kept my promises. It show that they know what's going on, not like they don't know anything at all. The reason that Hashem wanted Moshe to tell him, even though they knew on their own, was to give the Avais the opportunity to thank Moshe for everything I had done. Yitzhak says, talking bad about a Mason is like talking about a, about a stone because they don't know what's going on. And some say they do, but they don't care. 
if you talk bad about them. Rapapa says there's no Lashon Hara on Amaze. Rapapa says that someone spoke badly about Shmuel and Hashem had that person killed. And that's because it was a front to Shmuel. So the answer is not because Shmuel knew about it, not because there's Lashon Hara on Amaze, but Hashem stands up for the honor of Siddiquim if they're not insulted, because even though they don't know what well, once they're dead. Shreb and Levi Darshan Pazit teaches the one who speaks badly about Siddiquim, those who died will land up in Gehenna. If someone sees the Tamachachim doing a ver, he can be sure that he did tshuva. The Gemara says that the ver was regarding a money matter, then we don't assume he did tshuva until you know that the money was given to the proper owner. So we see from here several points that uh, the dead feels pain when the worms eat their f- flesh. Before a person dies, the angel of doom announces his coming in the future world. At certain times, the souls cannot be found at their graves because they're attending the Yeshiva Shomayla. And Rishav Levi says, whoever speaks ill of a deceased scholar is punished with Gehenim. And if you see that uh, a scholar, skinned at na- scholar sins at night, it's certain that by daybreak he will have repented. If you took another person's money, then the repentance is incomplete if he does not return the goods. And the Marsha says that this uh, story about the chassid was only a dream, really. It wasn't actually, it was sitting and listening, but it was more of a dream aspect. In the dream, he heard two ruchos.